2: Jerry, 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 it's time for Must Have Scene TV, the podcast dedicated to the sitcoms of the 20th century from I Love Lucy, the news radio. I'm your TV guide, Brett White, and I'm also a reporter, producer for Decider.com, and this week I am joined by returning guest Lizzie Bryson, newcomer Marshall Fanchella, Lizzie Marshall! Hi! Hello. Thanks for having us. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for coming <laughs> out to the new Must Have Scene TV studios in Jamaica, Queens. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> I have a light-up sign <laughs> that I bought at Target, and you can put whatever you want in it.
0: It was impressive in the room. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: it's very, very impressive. Very fall wedding.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's very like it's very like Pinterest hipster Target chic. It's yeah. just like I'm
0: not gonna lie, we have one of those in our house as well.
2: <laughs> yeah. Did you use it as part of your wedding? We, we did. did. See. Yeah. So yeah, this week we are going to be traveling to January 29th, ninth, nineteen ninety nine. She's All That rolled the box office. Baby One More Time by Britney Spears topped the charts. Hell yeah. And ABC aired the Sabrina the Teenage Witch episode, Mrs. Craft. Lizzie and Marcel, you must have seen Mrs. Craft before today.
0: Mm, I certainly did. I did
1: as well.
2: (laughs) Wait, so did y'all watch Sabrina when it aired? I did. Oh. Um,
0: Yeah, it was really, I don't know if you want me to go into it. Go,
2: this is is the, um, our history with Sabrina the Teenage Witch section, so... Um. If you don't do it now. When when can you?
0: Okay. Well, I'll lunch in. Um, Sabrina was very formative for me, as I mentioned uh, before. Growing up, I wasn't allowed to watch Friends because my mom thought it was uh, much too salacious. Yeah. And that all those friends were having sex with each other wasn't suitable television. So I was um, I was like Disney shows, like Boy Meets World, Sister Sister, very really <clears> important <throat> to me. And then Sabrina was like the behemoth thing sitcom I had access to and I was in love with Harvey as you do. Okay. Hottie uh, okay. of the nineties. Okay. And my best friend Tasha and I, every time a new episode was on, we would sit on the phone the whole time. Nobody could say a word. Uh, no if it was not a commercial uh, and you said a word, I hung up on you. Okay. Uh, but during the commercials we would like
1: scream.
0: And then if even if you were in the middle of a sentence, you had to stop because the show was Were back on. talking
2: about the episode? Yes! so Fully! So, in theory, this episode we watched tonight, you've already had a discussion. <laughs> I had a discussion of- in 1999, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't remember. Oh my, like, literally 20 years ago. Oh my god.
0: I know. I can tell you that that discussion was probably just like, ooh, Harvey. Harvey's uh, not in
2: this episode hardly at <laughs> all. He's barely
0: in this. his beautiful hair, uh, which is now sadly gone R.I.P., um, yeah. is, was a big topic of interest. Um, and yeah, and it was just really... I, a lot of it, I mean, it was about a town right outside of Boston. I grew up outside of Boston. Okay. Um Sabrina was like a blonde girl going to high school and I was like one day I'll go to high school and I'm a blonde. <laughs> like for some reason it really really resonated with me. Um so I have like a lot of feelings. Oh man. I'm so grateful to you when I when I said Sabrina and you said yes, like I screamed. Oh so yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. And then you got on the phone.
0: And then I said, I'm going to call you, but don't say a word.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Marshall, is your story similar with Sabrina? Um, So most of Sabrina was airing when I was in high school. Yeah. So I feel like I'm actually a little old for it, and I just have no excuse, but I was just kind of lonely, and it, like, hit my sweet spot. <laughs> um, I also have a real big crush on Caroline Ray, which Lizzie is not
0: Oh, no, I'm super about. down for Caroline Ray. Uh, oh.
1: I feel like I've told you and you've been sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think the idea of 13-year-old me having a crush on, like, 38-year-old thats sad. is that. That is, sad. Ray, that is uh, sweater vest. Because
2: in theory, you should
1: have been crushing on Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah, and I that's never what, was. Yeah. I, uh, I probably was. Hot, hot take, I'm usually not a Sabrina fan of, like, of Sabrina Spellman. character, yeah. Yeah, I think that it's a lot of, like, really talented people kind of orbiting the teeny. I'm gonna or, say,
2: so, are we now, now revealing eyes. that all three of us have very formative crushes on people in this yeah. episode Fully. of television. Fully. <laughs> yeah, uh, anyone did,
0: says Melissa John Hart isn't talented, I'm gonna lose it. Get
2: ready. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I was. So this is so. Twenty years ago, I was a in January '99. I was a freshman in high school. Mm -hmm. So I was fully into Friends. Mm -hmm. Like this is season five of Friends, and so I've been watching that show for five years. But similarly, my parents didn't let me watch Friends in season one Mm -hmm. because of lesbians. Mm -hmm. and My sister Uh... had to tell my parents that the lesbians weren't in every episode.
0: (laughs) You can watch the one. And then
2: we then Friends became our show that we would watch every week. So, uh, so yeah, I and. I fell out of this is definitely like past my TGIF phase because mm-hmm. okay. like my TGIF phase was like ninety one to 96. yeah like I, have I
0: some I have some data about that too.
2: Ah, Well, yeah, um, this is the this so, is like the last gasp of TJF. So
0: this was the highest rated TGIF show, and it was so highly rated that it made Everyone Loves Raymond move nights. <laughs> they had to move from Friday wow. to Wednesday. This was the biggest show, and even so, Viacom let it go because they were asking for $1.3 to $1.5 million an episode oh my God. by the time it switched to the CW.
2: Um, well, yeah, this is around the time that like, TJF lost both Family Matters and Step by Step. Step, like the year earlier to CBS because mm-hmm. of a weird like chicken
1: game that no one played well.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, this wound up being like the crown jewel at that time. But yes. also,
1: just can you imagine Peter Boyle in 1999 being told that his sitcom Everybody Loves Raymond is losing to like a teenage <laughs> <laughs> witch
2: <laughs> like, sitcom. Listen, <laughs> that's why Roberts, I love it. Yeah. Doris Roberts and Peter Boyle like, we've seen it all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we've
1: been through Oh, they're doing witches again. <laughs> oh, yeah. i was I mean, zombie witch. Like, hey,
0: <laughs> Girl, hey, I don't mean to be that person, but also like female showrunner, female creator, female right. lead star, all female characters. Like this shit's my jam. Like yeah. this was made for Lizzie <laughs> exclusively. Yeah. So I have a lot of feelings.
2: Parts of it are made for everyone else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, parts of it for everyone else. Most uh, of it for me.
0: I mean, I will. <laughs> our cat's name is Zelda, named after the worst of two aunts, uh, but better cat name than Hilda.
2: Wait, I mean, we can dive in. Have you all seen the Netflix version? Yes.
0: Ugh. Yeah, I mean, it's, I know it's great. I'm sorry. This it's is also like so totally Im-
1: different. Yeah. It's, it's also totally like- different.
0: This is so important to me that like I appreciate the Netflix version, but I, I it's just not sitcom. Obviously, no, no.
2: I would love to see that cast doing a sitcom version of that show because That's it's also I want, a too. funny cast. Like I like well, yes. basically Lucy Davis, and I'm like she. Uh, yeah, she's yeah. so great, and I'm so glad that she's just doing something on television again. I think she's been working in England, but to see her, mm-hmm. um, <sighs> <laughs> so, this week, so this week on Must Have Seen TV, we're talking about the Sabrina the Teenage Witch episode, Mrs. Craft. It is the 14th episode of Season 3. It was written by Miriam Trogdon and directed by Gary Halverson. Here's how Hulu describes the episode. Mr. Craft's ex-wife returns to win him back, but Zelda isn't going to let him go without a fight. Marshall and Lizzie, how accurate
1: is that description? It, uh,
0: it doesn't mention Jerry Springer at all.
2: Yeah.
1: It also lets Sabrina... Off the hook, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. It this says that, like, like she, it yeah. sounds like she just comes back on her yeah. own. And is like <laughs> I'm back, and you're gonna be in trouble. And it's like no, she's. Uh, in the Republic of Infinite Horror, and they conjure yeah. her back yeah. to, like, that's yeah. some deep shit. Yeah. 20 yeah.
1: years later, we all live in the Republic of Infinite Horror.
2: <laughs> <laughs> God, yeah. Yeah, just that's where America. We are. America. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Don't send me back. Also, this synopsis doesn't mention that she's a witch. No. Just his ex-wife.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Also, her hair is so good.
2: I... So, the ex-wife is played by Julia Duffy, who is... When, when you were like, I want to do Sabrina, and I was like, well, we have to do a Martin Moll episode because uh-huh. he's one of my top ten, like, hottest mm. men of all time. <laughs> mm. I love Martin Moll deeply. Um, Should I then... just
0: raise my hand when I have, like, a weird fact to share? Oh, please. Okay, I'm raising my hand. Um, Martin Moll only did the show because his daughter was obsessed with it, <laughs> and he was like, she was like 10, and he was like, when she's 13, she's going to hate me. And if she knows I'm on Sabrina, it'll help her not hate me for a little longer. <laughs> so he agreed to do it. But he had no interest in the show other than That's his so daughter.
2: Great. Well, because he, he wasn't on season one. He mm-hmm. came on. So there's Mr. Like
0: Poole part- in season one, played mm-hmm. by Paul Feig. Paul oh, right. Feig oh, yeah. becomes a big shit, leaves the show. Martin Mull comes on season two.
2: Yeah, and then he leaves when they jump to the WB, probably because they couldn't afford him. Or, or his like, daughter turned 13 and hated him. Like, yeah, anyway. you're done. You're done. <laughs> Um, and then the ex-wife is played by Julia Duffy who I fucking love she's mm-hmm. from New Heart like she'd already done nine eight seasons of New Heart at this point well not eight because she came in later it's a whole thing um, but she's so great on that show and to see her on this like playing basically like the witch version of Stephanie yeah <laughs> and, like she's like equally like m- like just like sweetly mean <laughs> like sinister sweetness I, just, oh, I love her so much Yeah,
0: she has that really trendy white gray hair right now yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's 20 years before it's time
2: and she, oh, she was just on The Cool Kids a couple weeks ago, and mm-hmm. she's still great. Guys, I also love The Cool Kids because Martin Mull's on that! <laughs> as well as, Jesus Christ. So the episode opens with... So let's talk about the entire Harvey plot, because I think I? that it takes up maybe 90 seconds of the yeah. entire episode.
0: It's a great, like, I don't know, cue plot or whatever. And
2: it honestly feels like the Harvey plot... Exists from when they have to cut away from the main Sabrina plot, but they just cut to the Salem one. And they need to get, they need to have that third one just to spice it up a little bit.
0: I also think that like people like me would not watch the show if there was no Harvey at all.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's like the minimum trace amounts of Harvey Um, for like the teenage fan base. Yeah. That's all.
0: Mm -hmm. And also Valerie, who, one of my favorite characters, one of those characters who I think just disappears. Mm -hmm. Sabrina goes to college and then Valerie never comes back.
1: Well, Valerie was in bringing it on. Mm-hmm. She's big red. Oh, I think she probably thought she was going to be a movie star. Because yeah. that's around,
2: that's like 2000, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, so that's yeah. around this time. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah, because then the fourth season. Also, Harvey leaves for a season. He comes back, though. Yeah, yeah. then you come. Oh. I've looked at the, the Wikipedia graph, like the graph they do of the cast. Mm-hmm. I've looked at that many a time.
0: Are you? Is this a bad time to bring up Harvey versus Josh? Are you familiar with Josh? The no, other wait, is Josh
2: who comes so in th- later? <laughs> in
0: college. She like works at a coffee shop, and Josh manages it. Oh, my God. Oh,
2: so played by, by the isn't... guy from Hey Dude.
0: Probably, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, this is, like, a big, um, in the <laughs> Sabrina, uh, fandom. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen all of
2: the, so in my holiday sitcom watchings, I've seen probably all of the Thanksgiving, Christmas, mm. and Halloween episodes. So if Sabrina. you
0: watch the Halloween episode where she, like, yeah. closes up the shop. Right, right. The that's a good
2: come. one. This is all so, of all the zombies attack, yeah. right? I
0: think that might even be where she meets Josh, but yeah. he's a big love
2: a, interest. So the episode opens up with Sabrina and, uh, Harvey, like, drinking Slurpees, and they just, like, having brain freeze. Oh, there's no jokes in this. Scene. They, also,
1: they do this weird thing where they use off-brand language for Slurpees. They yeah. call them like polar freezes, but then they're holding real Seven Eleven Slurpee.
0: <laughs> and so then they later pay. they say Metamucil. Yeah, like well, that's not a problem. Oh
1: yeah, right, yeah. Well, sometimes they probably got paid. Sometimes they probably didn't. Yeah. But it's weird that they have
2: the prop. Yeah, big Slurpee is not yeah. gonna like kiss their product name on yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. But um, when they get back to the front porch, that's when they see that Mr. Kraft is in mm-hmm. the house, because he's now dating Hilda. Zelda. He's dating he Zelda. To date so, yeah, what is... When did... I was not aware of, like, ongoing subplots in Sabrina. There like, were. Like, they had those in Friends, but I did not know that there was, like, this arc of Mr. Kraft apparently dating all the Spellman yep. women.
0: Um, yeah, not Sabrina, thank the Lord. But, yeah, there, there are episodes where he's involved with Hilda... I don't totally remember exactly what happened. Like, yeah,
2: like, that's a weird thing. Also, does he stay with Zelda for a while after this?
0: Um, I think, I think so. Not okay I know thing. that, okay, here's what I know about him. I know that he, um, he becomes the principal from the vice principal at a point. Mm-hmm. And I also he's know that Craft, yeah. yeah. I also know Craft is short for witchcraft. Right, yeah. Right. Which is why his previous wife is also a witch. And the idea is that he's always been entangled in these witchcraft romances. <sighs>
2: that's a great show. Where's the Willard craft? <laughs> I mean, it
1: sounds like that's your experience with Sabrina. You've just been like, <laughs> going yeah. through the craft. I've, I've only like, basically,
2: like, I'll go through Hulu and it's like, like if he's in the thumbnail, I
0: watch that. You're getting an interesting sampling. Uh,
2: so, yeah, so basically, the, the whole crux of this episode is they're getting way too close, and Sabrina does not like like this cla- crashing of her worlds, yeah. and also inexplicably doesn't like Mr. Craft. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I this, do... is where
2: I. this is where my full-on, like, love of Martin Mull James, the <laughs> character, because I wrote down in my notes, uh, he is too hot to be written this way. Because, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, and, okay, like, and I understand that Martin Mull is not everyone's cup of tea. I get that. Uh, mm-hmm. My husband rolls his eyes at this <laughs> all the time. But I do think that the way that he's dressed, he is so, he's dressed so, t- like, well-dressed. Yep. Yeah, He's a clean-cut like, nice clothes. Even for, like, 1999, like, those are good colors. They fit him well. Like, yeah. he's not... But he's always, like, clipping his toenails and, like, cleaning out his ears. Well, here's my and question, like,
0: genuine question. Is irrigating your ears a thing? Because I don't think it is.
2: I think I... Th- oh, I've heard of ear candles. Yeah, I've heard but of that. But he's
0: using, like, a water... Yeah, he's just, like, pouring he's water pouring in He's pouring water ears. in his ears in a way that feels like swimmer's ear. Yeah, like, <laughs> I
2: can't. I could not do that.
1: Yeah, they do make him very gross. But you're right, he's also serving these, like... Very Martin Mull like preppy style. Yeah, and he seems very put together. It's, and he also seems like a schlub. Yeah, it's almost like if
2: it's like if if Fraser if you dress like Frazier Crane but acted like Tim the Toolman Taylor. Yeah, it's like this weird thing. But also, but all, I also do get like he's the principal and he's kind of sadistic in it. He's very strict.
0: Yeah, and he also like over the intercom is like you yeah. need to bring home toilet yeah. paper and bread, which like. it's... It's a crazy. Yeah, bad boundaries. For
2: for sure. Yeah, there were. Crazy so the real issues here were boundaries, not yeah. so much his hygiene. Mm-hmm. Like they also like he leaves Kleenexes in the couch. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, yeah.
2: He also did yoga in a unitar, which I wrote down. Where is that footage? <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, yeah. So she's freaking. Oh, so let's talk about the opening credits because this is the season three opening credits. There's so
0: many. Each of them are very dear to me.
2: Do the does the theme song does doesn't change?
0: I think it's the same, but I will say when I move to the CW, I think that they get like an electric guitar, even, even more Even electric. more, because this
2: one's pretty electric. Yeah.
0: <laughs> There's like more, she's she's swinging around a light post in Boston, because she's in college in Boston. And, oh, no. And it's I... like, look at her leather jacket, she's old now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is her, like, looking in a mirror. It's not the season all The Bubbles.
0: Yeah, The Bubbles are not my favorite. No. Mirror is always good, because you always get a different joke.
1: Yeah. I always feel bad in sitcom credits, where it's just the star... It's just Sabrina spinning with a bunch yeah. of books and then they list the other names. It just seems like such an organic opportunity to feature the actual stats of the show. It's honestly
2: like what I hate most about modern TV shows is now like because there's so much ad time yeah. mm-hmm. You just do, like, a ten-second sting, and that's your whole theme song. And I'm like, no, I love, like, Friends, Family Matters. Like, I know that, like, it's the too-many-cooks-style thing to make fun of, but it's also, like, it serves a purpose. Yeah. It's a good way to get across a character game. Even, like, the Bubbles thing from season, like, one or t- from season two, mm-hmm. it's still, like, you see Martin Mull, and he's like, I'm a I'm a principal. Uh, like,
0: yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah,
2: so, you know, it's it's good. Uh <laughs> So then we get a scene in the kitchen area. I'm
0: glad I told this found a boyfriend, but couldn't it have been a mammal? Personally, I'm over it. Oh, sure. I had issues with my sister dating a man who's still hopelessly in love with me. But then I just decided to let it go. I suggest you do the same. You're right. It's not like he's moving in. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sabrina, like, hulks out and, like, rips off the counter at (laughs) one (laughs) point. Which is that a spell, or is she just... just She's super Is she just, like... like, Does she she (laughs) ensorcel her arms earlier that day and just forget to... Because she hasn't displayed superhero tendencies other times.
1: Remind me, does Harvey know she's a witch by this Um,
0: point? Not right now. Because he will find out. the
1: beginning of the episode, she does a spell so that Mr. Kraft goes away in a way that there's no way that Harvey would not notice there's like, like zap and the door shuts I mean
0: I want to be clear there's an episode where Harvey becomes pregnant and he doesn't know she's a witch he's like, um, he walks around with like a beach ball under his shirt. he's like because I don't know what's wrong
2: so Harvey's also not the brightest oh no
0: Harvey's supposed to be dumb and also uh, here's a fact I'm raising my hand um, in the original because originally Sabrina was made as a TV movie right. and then Melissa Joan Hart's mother cut the movie together into a pitch to go to all four networks um, and so it was. Melissa John Hart's mother who really pushed this, but in the TV movie, there's a there's a oh no, sorry, there's a pilot that never aired that her love interest is someone named Seth, played by Ryan Reynolds. Oh my god.
2: Yeah. Wow. I would
0: pay for that footage too.
2: They should release that.
0: They really should. I would not that's like
2: money. some prime post fifteen pre two guys and a
1: girl. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> oh. I don't know if I like mom editing the show together. That feels very like Tanya Harding to me. It, like what's her mom like?
0: I mean, Melissa John Hart, like, says great things about her mom, and is, like, she says her mom doesn't get enough credit for the fact that the show was such a success.
2: So, like, that's the only thing. My main reference to Melissa John Hart is always going to be Clarissa, because Mm, I grew up as a cable kid. I've learned that there's this really harsh, like, strict distinction between if you had cable or not growing up. Yeah. Yeah. And I had cable, and so, like, so Clarissa was, like, I loved Clarissa, I thought she was Coolest show. Also, like, no distinction of it, like, being a, air quote, girl show either. Yeah. yeah. Because it was just a cool show. And I don't like, I feel like there is more of that distinction nowadays. I don't know, I, I have this in my head. Like, the early 90s were actually a lot more progressive than we remember. And oh, we like, tell, there are things like, in
0: this episode that are super progressive. Yeah. 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 So,
2: it, so, I'm always, like, it's good good on her for having two different, like, titular <laughs> character. Uh-huh. Also, the fact that if Clarissa had gone into the college, or... Er, because they did, they did that Carissa in New York pilot that they aired as, like, a TV movie. Mm-hmm. Where they are trying to, like... Now she's, like, working at a New York newspaper. And they wanted to, like, spin it off and keep it I going. not and seen it, that, but and I it look it ended. up. And this is, like, 95, 95, 96. And so if that had gone, like, Sabrina might not have happened. Because that would have been overlapping right at the right time. That's so crazy. we're all done dice.
1: Yeah.
2: So then we go... I want to talk about the way the hallway... Scenes are shot on this show. Yeah. So two things. The way the hallway scenes are shot, and then also the editing. Because I find it's so different than any other sitcom that I've ever seen. So everything else is like a very traditional like two-cam like 3 camera multi-cam show. Then when you go to the hallways, first of all, they like it's, it. it's always hard cuts. There's never there's hardly any establishing shots. Yeah. And they hit the ground running. It's like they're in the hallway, the camera is moving, it's obviously like a handheld or like steady cam. And it's a walk and talk and like they're talking as soon as the scene starts and you're yeah. in it. And then like overall the show is edited so fast mm-hmm. that it's also like that's so different from any other TGIF show. It's I feel very I like that's interesting.
0: why I liked it too. It's sort of like ahead of its time and that it moves like a scene takes Ten seconds. Yeah. yeah, you can have a D plot that's Harvey and like it just moves really.
2: Because really what fast. is so what did the Harvey B plot is? She's wanted to get prom photos. No, no, so, no, no. It's her is, birthday. It's, it's her
0: birthday. And
1: it, and yeah. it, it happens so quickly. Yeah. I have it no. So
0: and Harvey, okay, this is one of my favorite jokes. Is Harvey's like well, I don't know what to get, and Valerie's like you should do photos, and then he's like how do I get her there, and um, you're gonna probably just play the clip. Hey, Valerie,
1: I made an appointment at Fortress Studio, and I have a perfect way to get Sabrina there and keep it a surprise. I'll tell her war has broken out and I have to take her to a secret bomb shelter Or you could just blindfold her and tell her to surprise Okay, so much for the sound effect tapes I've been making
0: (laughs) And I was just like, that would be so good
1: Also like that
2: I was like, "What a wild trick to <laughs> yeah. play!" On.
0: If, this, if this were Thirty Rock and not Sabrina, the tag at the end <clears throat> would just be Harvey being like, "It's crumbling, <laughs> like the buildings are falling." <laughs> but yeah,
2: there is that very, there is that kind of like feel about how quick it is. Uh, it is like it was that that I noticed that like it jumping to the hallway, then it jumping back to the kitchen, and jumping to the salon like this. It's it's a show on the move. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we cut back. I'd, I'd, we get to see uh, Salem wearing glasses.
1: Mm. So good. <laughs> Which,
2: yeah. does he wear glasses often?
1: No.
0: It happens sometimes. Um, Salem is very important. I learned uh, recently he is the only character other than Sabrina that's, that has a plot in every single episode. Yeah, that
1: makes sense. I have to confess, Lizzie knows this, this morning when we watched this episode for the first time, I genuinely thought that this plot was that Salem was in love with a dog.
2: <laughs> yeah, again, like, I wrote down, again... Weird prostitute yes. storyline? Like, because, yeah. like, the, it, it, so, so Pure Salem's, adult jokes so there. Salem's storyline is he is basically, Salem,
1: <laughs> did we see you playing with a dog? Uh, absolutely not. Hate him. Aha! Uh-huh. There's a trail of slobber on your back. It's hair product? <laughs> All right. He answers to Silky, his owner's a butcher, and I'm letting him
2: bat me around to get meat. It's
0: time you look into a little thing we call dignity. So, it takes three yeah. people to move that puppet, by the way.
2: That's a good puppet for a, for like a sitcom in the 90s. That's yeah. a good puppet. Yeah. And also, like, it works. Also, Imagine
0: that being your job title. Just Nick like the Salem's jail. Nick voice
2: um, is great voice. Mm-hmm. He is on an episode of Seinfeld as one of Elaine's boyfriends in like an early season. I can't remember what episode it is.
1: He was like a real stand-up. Yeah, he's, yeah, no,
0: he's done a ton. He has his own ESPN talk show, and um, there's for, an episode what, of Still. Yeah, or I think I where it was for a long time, and there's an episode of Sabrina where um Salem calls in to the ESPN talk show and is like, his voice is so
2: annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Great, love this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, very meta.
2: So like that the, the, that plot line is so weird. They cut like the later on, he's listening to like
1: dog language tapes.
2: <laughs> oh, the Billy joke, I really like. Yeah, Burlitz
0: is how to speak dog.
1: I'm improving myself.
2: <laughs> Which way to the biblioteca?
0: <laughs> I really like that. There are like four jokes. A lot of it is situational humor. Like the yeah. four jokes are good. <laughs> There's a
1: joke for adults every ten minutes in Sabrina. Yeah, like just straight up weird esoteric sitcom joke. Yeah, I really that, love it.
2: I didn't expect that going in watching yeah. it. I honestly was expecting because I'm not as familiar with it more. Uh, well, mean Full House in a way. Yeah. <laughs> like, full House is straight garbage that I love. <laughs> like,
1: oof. it means Nell Coblill, Van Conniff. Uh, that is Nick right. Pichai, it's Frank Conniff. Like, a yeah. of, like you got like a yeah. Letterman pedigree. You got like a Mystery Science pedigree. Like they were a bunch of people who wanted to do this teenage sitcom, but they wanted to have that like yeah. Disney like ninety percent for kids, ten percent for like the adult that has to watch it, and it gets weirder and weirder. Even like Martin Mull. Being such a central presence. Yeah. That definitely seems like we are comedy guys that grew
2: up liking his kind of like avant-garde straight man weirdo like banjo music. (laughs) 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 Like put him on this. Yeah. I also wrote down that Zelda's pants are just so tight.
0: Oh, God. Like, they were,
2: like, tight and, like, had, like, a weird iridescent blue She wears, like, shimmer? a zoot suit,
0: suit that's all white that I admire. Actually, made a list of clothing items I'd really like to take oh, from, from the show. Oh, yes. One of them is Sabrina's pink jacket that's covered in garbage. Clearly not garbage. Clearly good fashion. Yeah. Um, I would wear that down the street for sure. Uh, yeah, the zoot suit suits on that list. Another is all the butterfly clips, which I 100% had. Yeah. Um, which, in one scene, Hilda and uh, Sabrina have the same hairdo, which is kind of psycho. And then, yeah, and, um, crap. 1960s outfit. Um, I want that oh, outfit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but also at yeah. one point in the montage of Sabrina being miserable, Kraft and Zelda have these like Russian gymnasts. Yes, yes, yeah,
0: yes, yes, oh, oh my
1: god, I want
2: that a... so bad. Oh,
0: just I want that. I want that.
2: Martin Mull on a neckerchief. <laughs> make my heart go flutter. I mean honestly, like he has such great color comp- I really like. It's a good earthy. He's like maroons and like rich yeah. at Hunter Greens. And it's like really good. Derek
0: Woods at Caroline Ray hated the costume department. And she, because like she wears crazy clothes. Yeah. And she was just like, this is crazy. Like she said, Sabrina is a teenager who dresses like an accountant. And I am always going, she says, well, like, I'm always going to like a royal wedding.
2: Which is true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't like, I'm just, it, I don't know. Zelda's, Zelda's body be banging. Yeah, so yeah. Like, it is like, it's, cause how, like, I don't know if this is, like, weird to talk about, but it is, like, it's so astounding that she's, like, just so mature and also sexy at the yeah. same time. Like, she's not a... F- she is the, like, fussier aunt. She's the stricter aunt, but she's also, like...
0: I mean, she's getting down. there. The Twister, there was a penetration of oh, that Twister. for sure. Yeah,
2: I wrote down, like, that, hot <laughs> I, that Twister shot. that Twister.
0: I actually don't think that's okay for, like, a PG-rated
2: show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is, like, this. there's a montage set to the song Crush, which I can't remember who sang it, but the... Yeah. It's like... It's just...
1: Yeah. But yeah. also, do we think that was the original song? Because there are a lot of, like, licensing things I've noticed that happen in streaming where I think they yeah. Well, here's
0: my well, question. How surprising. did you... We watched it on that Amazon. Is where is did you... Watch? Hulu. Okay, so it probably was the song. Yeah.
2: Though. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because I can't imagine, like, it would probably be, like, a Muzak version of that, which would be like, ah, oh, that sounds like it, but... Mm-hmm. It, uh, we're a prostitute storyline we <laughs> talked about. Yeah. Um, oh, and then, so the other thing that Willercraft does that goes too far is... I think it's like the athleting in the montage or whatever. After he makes an unprofessional announcement, he also then like says. That is one special lady. You know, you might want to start thinking about calling me Uncle Willard.
1: Well, they're always looking for nuns,
0: right? Just breathe and let it go, Sabrina.
1: Uh, you can call me Uncle Willard too, Hilda. <laughs>
0: must be destroyed. <laughs> but I don't
2: get why that's, that's so offensive. and when... You boy, know, it's just like it's so presumpt- it's very presumptuous, presumptuous right. of just like, yeah, like we're going to get married. I don't I know. Guess, maybe things are going that well for them.
0: I mean, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think the fact that that's what like cracks Hilda, who's like found this found her zen, and yeah. then and she's just like, that's it. I'm going to like ruin <laughs> his life and my sister's life. I by don't like,
1: honorifics.
2: <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> how dare? I don't know get Hilda. I don't watch, so I, she reminds me a lot of Phoebe in the Yeah, sense that I would I, say that's a I, good if comparison. I'd to pinpoint her deal is that she's okay, yeah. a dark person pretending to be like sunshine and happiness. But then sometimes because <laughs> it's like a teenage way too much. <laughs> show, it is not that deep. It's like Happerby bubbly and like the counterpoint. So yeah I'm not
0: sure I would say your description sounds a lot more like the new Netflix version of Hilda where she is just sort of like quiet and kind and and mm-hmm. like sad but I think that my experience of Caroline Ray is that she's sort of like a child as an adult and she's less mature than even Sabrina
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, and so Sabrina like will wrap her into these antics such as bringing Lucy back
2: yeah such as so like basically they start looking up trying to find any type of dirt on Mr. Kraft to like call this off
1: mm-hmm. they
2: bring up. Like a, uh a weird like e-true Hollywood story <laughs> what it, the, the real life story of the dull Mr. Kraft or something yeah. and they run through like his history and they show him like in the 60s as a hippie such
0: a good montage
2: uh, and that is a nice callback to the episode of Golden Girls that Martin Mull was on in the late 80s where he played a hippie shut-in <laughs> that Dorothy befriends and then tries to convince to come out into the real world and then on his first trip out in the real world he's like the 100th customer at a grocery store and they like get the balloons and stuff and he like freaks out and goes back but again Martin Mull in hippie clothes Uh, Mm -hmm. and that's where we see Julia Duffy for the first time this is when I wrote he is too hot to be written this way
0: (laughs) I think like maybe it's because my brain is caught in being 10 watching the show but I don't get the Martin Mull like love fest like he's great
2: Oh, no, but I'm on the, I'm an outlier here. I think. You are, okay. In terms of, I mean, my so taste of in, doing in it general is, like, odd, I think. Okay. But he's just, like, I mean, that's just, like.
0: So, like, Harvey, that, like, billowing 90s hair.
2: Everything.
1: <laughs> oh. Were you a Roseanne person at all as a kid?
2: No, I wasn't allowed to watch Roseanne, oh, okay. Um, but I've watched a bunch of it. I've watched, yep. like, all of it now that I'm an adult, and the fact that he plays one of the most formative gay men, yeah. like, gay characters, yeah. at a time when that was not on television this also just like endears him i read okay. i wrote an article for work where i'm like uh here's a picture of leon and here's a picture of me yeah. <laughs> i'm like i have like a mustache a and of... the glasses and I'm like oh but <laughs> uh. also he's like a republican i'm not but he's also like an early 90s republican which is like a now like a centrist democrat in yeah. some weird ways like yep. <laughs> it's <gotten so laughs>
1: But, like, I, I, yeah, I love... Uh, I mean, I think Leon, even for me, as a kid in the suburbs in the 90s, because I watched Roseanne as it was happening, yeah, for the most yeah. part. I mean, that's, like, like 90, even, like, 91. Yeah, it was so early.
2: like, formative and influential. Martin is great for that reason. And also, I'm a weirdo for
1: finding him so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, I know, like, do you, but...
1: I looked it up because I was curious. He was 55 when they shot this. So he was like keeping it pretty together. Oh, he keep it Yeah,
0: I think I would keep it Not tight. guess that he was
1: 55. No,
2: no yeah, he looks like 42 yeah. maybe, 43. I wish I knew
0: how old Beth Broderick was when she did this.
2: That is Zelda? Yeah.
0: I have no idea. Research. I'll share I'll share, some more, share some more facts for you about <laughs> Um, okay, I have one um, of my own facts. <laughs> so this the show is supposed to take place in a place called Woodbridge, Massachusetts, which is not real, but it's supposed to be right outside um, of Boston, and part of that could be because Nell's goal is from Newton, um, but the... The zip code for this fake town is 01970, which is the actual zip code of Salem, Massachusetts. Oh. So they're thinking also that building is real, and currently it is an office, and if you like knock on the door apparently and you're nice, they will like let you look at the house. Like the house? Yeah, because it's functioning as in- office. Is the
2: interior similar to the one on the show?
0: I would doubt it. I think that's a, yeah. Sp- yeah. a
2: soundstage. She was 40. Oh. Yeah.
0: So he was still 15 years older than that. Yeah.
2: Him. Yeah. Not in,
0: but it does and they look like a they look like they look couple. contemporaries yeah. yeah
2: I just I also I don't know there's also just like a, uh, a brand of masculinity that Martin Mull represents that I also find inspirational or totally. aspirational mm-hmm. <laughs> just like uh, I don't know like gentle like like <laughs> smart smart weird male comedy yeah mm-hmm. that is not like threatening but also still very uh, masculine but not in a bad way. Oh, yeah. God, masculinity is a prison that <laughs> <It> really tries <laughs> to narrow you down. And then I find people like Bob Newhart that exist within it, but outside of it at the same time. Yeah. And I uh, idolize them. This is getting very... Now
0: let's get, this could be a whole this podcast. This is getting deep. <laughs> masculinity and subjects.
2: Uh I wrote down the Valerie Harvey plot is weird. And I can't remember yeah. why, except for it just being obviously weird.
0: <laughs> I like it so much, and I think it's maybe because, like... I love them as characters, and so I'm glad that they're here even for a second.
2: It's weird because it just cuts to them, and they're kind of like mid-conversation, and then it goes before it's even ended. Mm -hmm. Like, it's very much like we've got to just break up. Like, we need to show that time has passed somehow.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) By, like, just giving, and also giving all the teenage girls some, like, Harvey to look at.
0: Yeah, it also inserts some high school because so much of what happens here is so bananas, and yeah, I feel this, like it grounds I mean, them like, a little in high school.
2: They go to like a realm. They go to like a weird. I mean, realm. the
0: other realm is amazing. Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts. So
2: this is where we also meet the wife, the wife Lucy, who was great, and I have like, why? Uh, there's another show where she's a regular. Like, there's another version of Sabrina where like Willard and Lucy are like the neighbors. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a boy meets girl situation where your neighbor is like the principal or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. and like Lucy's always there.
0: Uh-huh. That's my gosh.
2: I feel like this is her only episode, right? Oh, she's so good.
0: I don't. I don't know for sure,
2: but I think. So. But like they, uh, to come on a show and have such a clear character and such yeah. a clear dynamic with everyone else, and it's like so menacing. It's so great. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh yeah. So then this is where they go to the realm because the realm is like two witches are fighting over a mortal man. This cannot happen. Mm-hmm. That realm is weird because you can. So, it's like a wall and a floor that's painted to look like clouds, but you can clearly see where yeah. the wall meets the floor.
0: Can you? It's not green screen. Is it blinking? It is blinking. Oh, I'm going to turn
2: off the light. I
0: hope there's a ghost here. This is the sign we were making. <laughs> I keep seeing before. it, like, go
2: off and out in the corner of my head.
0: Um, yeah, I, I assumed that that was green screen, but maybe it's not if you can see where it meets. Or it's like, just yeah. a floor and a wall green screen.
2: Or it could be a green screen, but they didn't, like, paint, like, where yeah. I mean, it is. not there. <laughs> I mean, was,
0: these are clearly the lowest budget parts of uh, yeah, the show. Yeah. Uh,
2: it was still great. I was like, I love that. I love that. They That's get story. called
0: to the other realm a lot. And the rules of how they get called don't really make sense. Like, in the beginning, they would get a letter inviting them through the toaster, and the toaster would just pop, and it would have mail in it.
2: Oh, and this one, they, like, push a button, and, like, a Get Smart-style, like, laboratory so pops
0: up. that is how you make potions. It is a computer, and that's why there's that hot, hot modem joke. Because oh, everyone was right. like, we know what a modem is. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, it's this, like, little gadget that opens that has all of these electric, like, vials and tubes. And Was there, like, a um, plot
2: around them getting that?
0: Not getting it, but they always have it, and it comes okay. up a lot. Okay. So, yeah. I think the it's weird to me that they open it and just, like, dissolve, rather than getting a note through the toaster, but, um, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't write the show.
1: <laughs> I have a question, which I guess would be for Lizzie, since you're the, oh, like, no. resident expert. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. This is sort of my big question with both Sabrina's. Like, one of the few things that, like, I don't quite understand in either the serious, like, Riverdale-type show or this one. Mm-hmm. Are most witches bad? Like, is the world of witches kind of evil and sinister and the Spellmans are, like...
0: No. I think in the... part ne- of it? Yeah. This is a good question. So, in the Archie comics, um, Sabrina grows up to be this the most powerful witch of all time. Mm-hmm. And um, it's very different in the sitcom. Um, I mean, the idea is maybe one day she'll get there, but she's just sort of fumbling around. Um, and I guess she has more humanity because she is half-human. Um, yeah. But at the same time, like... Witches aren't inherently bad. They have a lot of family who they visit from the other realm, and mm-hmm. they are witches. and And their idea of what's normal, like oh, like let's let's just kill this mortal. Like to them, that's not a big deal. But they're like human beings and real people. I think on the new Netflix show, which I will not pretend to be um an expert on at all, despite having watched uh, all, all of it, they're
2: definitely they're easy. bad. They're yeah, bad. <laughs> they're like, bad. They're, yeah, yeah, that's literally. one of the shocking things about it. Like, there's uh-huh. like human sacrifice and the literal devil. Yeah, there's the <laughs> actual it's like,
0: devil. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> and also um, I think Sabrina is supposed to have a little cousin who's played by her real life sister, mm-hmm. who comes on later, um, and. Her name in the show is Amanda, and her sister is supposed to be evil, but it's not because she's like evil. It's because her understanding of like what's okay and what it's okay to uh. do to like mortals is different. And it's it's honestly like it's kind of more like a class issue than it is like an evil issue. If that's a I terrible mean, that's comparison. What made
1: Elizabeth Warren run for office. So <laughs> Massachusetts. All like, oh, right. And, uh, oh, this oh my god, I would sense.
0: lose my mind if Elizabeth Warren was like, if I am elected, there will be more Sabrina. <laughs>
1: that's, the reason I ask is because. When they get like suddenly summoned to the other realm the, other realm. the, the judge, it feels almost uh-huh. very like good placey where like the world of which is just kind of like bureaucratic, but it's not like necessarily. It's Good bureaucratic, but there
0: are a lot of, like, laws about right. what you can do, to, especially to mortals. So the spellmans yeah. are in, like, a tricky place because it's not normal for a witch to live in the human realm.
1: Mm-hmm. And so uh-huh. they get called
0: in a lot for, like, messing too much with. It. and, like, Sabrina does something and the aunts are responsible for her. It's so, like,
2: every right. single Friday you guys yeah. are doing something. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. 22 <laughs> times a year. It's almost, like,
0: tea giant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. God it's Friday. Here they come. Yeah.
2: Thanks. So, so mm-hmm. the only way to solve any type of romantic dispute, mm-hmm. if you are in the year 1999 and only 1999 is to go on the Jerry, Jerry Springer, Springer show, which when this happened, I knew it was happening because I'd seen that he was credited mm-hmm. in this episode, and it's, and I'm also writing an article for work about how there was a very brief window when Jerry Springer played Jerry Springer in like a half dozen to a dozen TV episodes.
0: I was I was wondering like, is this some weird synergy? Are they trying to
2: promote? Now, it, it was just like I so I also I was obsessed with Jerry Springer. this year were you yeah like everyone was like oh this was like the year when jerry springer overtook oprah as like the most watched talk show Mm -hmm. and like i would in the summer it was on like at two in the afternoon so i'd watch it every day Uh. like ironically because i also loved (laughs) talk soup at the time john henson Uh i loved it i and when i was so like summer before ninth grade so in 1998 i made my own jerry springer episode i made my own talk soup
1: this is a movie I made
2: with my VHS camcorder with my cousins when I was in 8th grade, before ninth grade, where I played uh, John Hinson hosting Talk Soup, and then I wrote the talk show <laughs> clips, <laughs> including Jerry Springer ones, wow. that we shot in a church, because so you had access to it on a Saturday. Oh, man. I
1: was a big Talk Soup person, too. I thought we were both, like, the same late 90s cable yeah, kids. because like turn just, on E right after school yeah, and oh, watch it for, like, six hours.
2: So good. And I... Uh, uh, just yeah. and just like seeing this, because he was also on like X Files, Austin Powers
1: two, <laughs> had a big Jerry Springer scene. Um, Have you seen Ringmaster when they tried to just make oh, the movie? Yeah, like yeah. Every like talk show host got a fictionalized movie about themselves. Yeah,
2: it, this is so. So like the fact that like, she's all that, baby, hit me one more time, and then also like Jerry Springer. Like this is maybe the most 1999 thing yeah. that can ever exist. It is.
0: It is. Yeah. I I will say also like I wasn't allowed to question Jerry Springer again. But Actually, well,
2: understandable. But, a, a person yeah. chopped off his own penis. Yeah, go back and watch Jerry Springer. But <laughs> I it's mean, gonna be—you
0: are not selling it.
2: No, it's gonna. <laughs> I don't be... think I want to watch that. I think it is a probably disturbing time capsule of all yeah. the worst in America. A lot of a lot of Klan stuff on that yeah. show. Oh my
0: god, no way! Yeah, no,
2: they would bring like the Klan was on at least once a week. See, I never like...
0: saw any of this, but I will say it was such a part of the zeitgeist stuff. Oh, when god, they yeah. went on Jerry Springer. I knew what it was, especially like the swearing part where like, called us liars. we didn't know she was a witch. Oh, everyone can just. <laughs> Swearing.
1: I know, but this way it sounds like she did.
2: <laughs> Good so, job. so they bring out. Uh, so there's like a fight. There's the security guards pull them apart, and then they bring out Mr. Kraft. And there's a part where they like. <laughs> so we measured uh, the potions in him. We let him
1: choose. We do have a surprise. You see, we did a potion check on Willard. Okay, now this is what a normal man looks like. As you can see, very few potions. I it's it like, like two or
0: three potions for <laughs> the average man. Yeah, and that's like
2: that's such a weird, funny joke. And so then they measure his potions, yeah. and it's just like as well, much as they found
1: in Elvis when he died, or something. And you know, she says yeah. this is worse than Elvis's autopsy, which is such a like brutal adult Thirty Rock joke in the yeah. middle of a Sabrina episode. God. Imagine like asking your parents when you're seven what, what does that mean? That means. Yeah, are like, what's an autopsy? Yeah. Why does Elvis have potions in it? <laughs> Just like, well, just say no to potions. Yeah, well, this
0: is a question I have too, because like it feels like Zelda is playing a little dumb uh, because she's a witch and she's noticing that he's doing these weird like twitches and has oh, to right. constantly yeah. drink this tea. And it, I know it's like a matter of the heart, so maybe she's not thinking with her like witch brain. But I do find it weird that she's not like this is a potion, like a yeah, straight obviously. up
2: potion. Well, yeah. shouldn't shouldn't they be able to sense like potions around like a?
0: I mean, but I don't know. It's if, not how witchcraft works,
2: but <laughs> well, well, also, I'm like if you're a witch and you know that other witches can detect potions, then you would put a potion to hide the potion. Mm, Right? This is (laughs) really inception (laughs) related. But then wouldn't they be able to sense, like, I can sense the potion's being blocked in here, but I don't know what it is. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it just feels like if you're drinking tea every three seconds and you act crazy. Also, Zelda's reaction when he's like, can I borrow some coriander? Because I'm making dinner for my ex-wife, who I love again. And she's just like, okay. (laughs) Like, she doesn't freak out at all. It's just, yeah, her
2: reactions are even Hilda and Sabrina... Kind of just be like, no,
1: she's fine.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, they're not good people. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Whenever I like watch a Sabrina again, I just she's not like a good kid. This makes
0: me furious. Like, she's such a good kid. She's not oh, a... I mean, uh, what
2: is she always a good kid? Twenty two minutes later.
0: No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess this is like I thought she was so cool that it was sure. What do you mean?
1: Also, before we get too far away from Jerry Springer. I will take any chance I can get to remind the world that he was mayor of Cincinnati oh, right. in the late seventies. Oh he was on track to be governor of Ohio and then he paid a prostitute with a check <laughs> and had to go on T V and apologize.
0: <laughs> what you shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah.
1: And so there's an alternate universe where I fully believe like Jerry Springer was like a big player in democratic politics and because his like life fell apart he just chose this completely like <laughs> devil's bargain. Yeah, and, it, and it worked. Yeah.
2: So it. Um, so basically, like they all make their cases. Uh, Martin Mull, uh, Willard Craft. He fakes out. He's yeah, like, I, uh,
0: this woman is still trying to kill me. <laughs> and this lady laughs at my little jokes <laughs> <laughs> and has the sweetest smile.
1: Oh. Man. So
2: I guess in what you'd have to call a no-brainer, it's Lucy. <laughs>
1: I'm kidding kid,
2: yeah. It's Zelda. No. no!
0: You change your mind, you spinal slug! Because I ain't going back to Helltown! Is that a trope? Like, do people in Jerry Springer fake you out?
2: No. No, that's, no, just, a that's joke. just a That's just a solid joke. That's okay. just yeah. a good joke. <laughs>
0: this is a good joke. <laughs> yeah.
2: But there are final thoughts on Jerry yeah. Springer, which he alludes to, because he starts to get philosophical, and he's like, save that for the final thought.
0: Oh, I think the thing we haven't talked enough about is the fact that in this world, Jerry Springer
2: is a witch oh that's the other because thing because
0: he like he does the magic figure. thing he yeah.
2: cures him of the potions and then also I also love every one of the audience is a witch or warlock but like yeah. they're all wearing cloaks Yeah, mm-hmm. but they're like they're like business casual cloaks well it's
0: yeah. like a mix there are some people yeah. in cloaks there some people who are just in like pantsuits well
2: I saw a guy in the back who was wearing like what looked like a he looked like a suit but it was the top looked like a suit that he buttoned up but the sides were open so it was like a cloak mm. it was like this interesting honestly it's kind of like our Project Runway challenge right? <laughs> so, your challenge this week is to take <laughs> witchcraft but make it business cash But <laughs> oh my god I've so watched fun. 12 seasons of Project Runway I was gonna say I've so, been far, this, your so far this year <laughs> in like 40 days um, so he chooses uh, to be with uh, Zelda. I can't they their names are so similar. Very similar. similar. And I get that's probably canon from the comics that they mm. couldn't. Touch. I think it
0: is. Yeah. I also know with Sabrina's name that um the author, someone's gonna murder me for not knowing who wrote Archie. Um, but based Sabrina, the name based on um a girl he had gone to middle school with because he thought it sounded very New England, but uh. that girl's name that was actually like Sabra, like like the hummus. <laughs> 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 so it's kind of a misnomer. But he was just like Sabrina, that's Sounds so New England, which it, doesn't? I don't think <laughs> I'm so. I'm from New England. I'm Elizabeth.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Sabrina sounds good. But, hey, Sabrina? I don't know. Huh. <laughs> I mean, that's how that's the test for all new England names
1: like goody yeah well, I also know <laughs> goody Tanya yeah, no. goody, yeah.
0: <laughs> my first name is goody um no and I also in the the comments um yeah Hilda and Zelda their names are those but they're like much more witchy like they I think one of them has green skin
1: and big like, oh,
0: black hat okay and,
1: also um, are they sisters
0: they're supposed to be and this for sure okay
1: yeah, yeah the new one very like loose accent work with his bone <laughs> sisters and then Sabrina's dad is American. Yeah, because like Lucy so, like, Davis has an English accent but the but like, Leonardo, new Hilda like doesn't does really not do it. I mean, is, this like, is the not weird.
0: the weirdest, like, do you know about the ball of wax thing with Sabrina's mom, the plot?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, this is is, a spoiler. Is
2: that
0: from the the sitcom? From the sitcom. Uh, Skip 10 seconds if you don't want to be spoiled (laughs) for the end of Sabrina the sitcom. But there's this whole thing where Sabrina's Mm half-witch and her mom, the mortal, she can never see because there is some kind of law where if a half-witch sees their mortal parent, their parent turns into a ball of wax. And so in one of the, like... It's a very bizarre and one of the pivotal but emotional so her parents moments. Are alive
2: in this continuity? I,
0: I think I think so. Her mom, 100, percent is. I don't oh, know about wow, her dad. Her dad wild. might just be in the other realm. Oh, god. Um, I'm trying to remember. But anyway, so in like the end of like one of the big seasons, what happens is Serena finds her mom and is like, "You didn't turn to a ball of wax. Like I've missed you so much." And then 10 seconds later, her mom turns into a ball of wax, and it's heartbreaking. And then, um, what happens is in the new seasons when she goes to college, quote unquote, um. Zelda is gone I think because Beth Broderick was like I'm yeah. done with the show yeah. um, but what happens in the plot is that Zelda trades the witch's council in the other realm which you saw today um, trades that she will become a candle so Sabrina can have her mom back so in the canon of this show to this day Zelda is a candle <laughs>
2: That's very wow. upsetting. It's so
0: dark, yeah. So they super, they definitely do these like long arcing plots. Mm-hmm. Um, it's less common than say in a Friends or something like that, where you have like uh, romantic relationships. But they yeah. do
2: them. My friends didn't get that weird. They had a monkey for eleven episodes. There's <laughs> some
0: crazy but... stuff in Sabrina. There's, this, <laughs> uh, I know Melissa John Hart's favorite episode is one where um, she becomes addicted to pancakes because the Spellmans are addicted to breakfast, and it's kind of this weird like I IHOP like cross-promotion um, and it's, it's supposed to be one of those like special episodes of yeah, Sex House like, about Addiction and she sits in a room just being like pancakes,
1: pancakes she's not just pancakes. like I'm so excited I'm so excited I'm so scared but with pancakes yeah,
2: like, like, That's weird. yeah do cross-promotion okay yeah we'll do cross-promotion they're gonna get yeah. addicted to your product in I mean, a drug metaphor
0: it's it's a this drug episode horrible. it's it's actually psycho like I as a kid I was like yeah yeah Sabrina's weird I like it and if I think if I watched it as an adult I would be like this is insane
1: yeah yeah. I think that is one of the things I like about Sabrina, and liked when I was a teenager, is that there are not that many lessons. It's not like a you know, typical yeah. teenage right. geared like every boy. Zelda and Zelda don't like, sit, sit Sabrina down and yeah. be like, "You learned this week, not." To- and honestly, like sometimes the voice of that is Salem, and then he just like goes off in some weird. Like <laughs> yeah. at the end of this one, he's kind of like, "You weren't trying to help." Like, her, yeah. <laughs> is, is like sitting in a pile
2: of meat and then the, then like they turn around like but you just spent the episode yeah. manipulating a dog to get you yeah. meat and he's sitting on a yeah. pile of meat yeah. oh, well whatever well
0: even at the end of this episode like Zelda's like when Sabrina gets back I'm gonna have a talk with her and then it yeah, just like we never to her it. Like yeah, being having a black eye. So.
2: When she said that, I remember thinking, "Oh, I don't want to see that talk." No, wisely they didn't. Yeah, they don't. The they episode don't. ends with how we finally get Har- the payoff of Harvey's ninety seconds of plot, where he <laughs> absconds with Sabrina. She's blindfolded, or Valerie brings her into like this
0: mm-hmm. you know, in elaborate photo
2: setup. And she has a blindfold on. They sit down. Harvey's wearing a huge double-breasted suit. <laughs> yeah. hmm uh, Like, and it's also... It's cut to where, like, the, the... It's... You only see, like, an inch of his tie. Like, yeah. it's like a big... God, uh, I just got fitted for a double-breasted suit Whoa. last weekend, so I'm like, so that's, not how how it, that's not how you do it. Uh, <laughs> I'm a monster. Um, and then right before the episode, takes off the mask, the mm-hmm. and she, the blindfold, and she has a black eye because of the Jerry Springer show.
0: Yeah, it's like an impressive black eye too. It goes down to her like lips.
2: Yeah, yeah. She got and then up. the post credits are like the while the credits are rolling, the stinger is. Um, so Kraft now has amnesia because that's what they just do. They, they go, like, she mind wiped all of the, the, like, They have that men in black stuff. machine
0: where it's, like, you look straight at it. Yeah.
2: So they're, like, still going back to the school. He's driving her to school still. Yeah. And he gets pelted with a whole bunch of uh,
1: vegetables the, like all Yeah, the
0: trash that comes out is so <coughs> impressive. Yeah. That would be a thousand people. That would be, like, the French Revolution if that, yeah. much, <laughs> if that much fruit came at you.
1: I had a very similar uh, vice principal in the sense that, like, he was truly hated like, not a good guy. Also, like, the authoritarian in our middle school. But also hot? No, sadly not. (laughs) Uh, But, like, I don't I don't think if we had thrown trash at him, it would have been okay. tolerated. No! But there's this He expects fun, it. Like, yeah. he warns Sabrina, like, you should have had your window rolled up. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, there's, like, this motif of Kraft's life just sort of being this all the time, because when he goes on Springer, they just throw a bunch of paper at him. Oh, right! So he's just kind of, like, expected yeah. this I will say, abuse.
0: my middle school vice principal, her name was Mrs. Coffee, and... Um, <laughs> that is
1: a Sabrina character. This is crazy, yeah. yeah. And,
0: um, and people, the cool kids in the school, started... um started calling her latte and they'd be like yo latte oh, and God. it became this big deal and she was like my name is coffee and it, you could get detention for calling her latte yeah. um which we all did behind her back but in middle school it was like "Bird, we got her <laughs>
2: <laughs> you ready for some must-have facts
0: Yes.
1: baywatch the early years
2: This episode was watched by 13.4 million people. That's amazing. Yeah. That's, you know, a decent number. That's really
0: good. I mean, they had the highest ratings.
2: Yeah, but, like, so the top five shows of the week. I could not find out where it ranked for the week because, for some reason, 1999, is it was very hard to find actual weekly ratings. I had to, I had to get that number from a Spanish language message board. You <laughs> <laughs> we translating it. Some kind-hearted soul... <laughs> Has a thread where they've just posted the weekly ratings of every episode of like hundreds of shows. That's amazing, cool, thanks, person. <laughs> <laughs> I used it. Um, so the top five shows this week were The Simpsons at five, Friends at four, Family Guy at three, which is very weird. Yeah. Uh, number two, the Super Bowl post game. <laughs> number one, Super Bowl thirty three. Mm. Uh, the ABC Friday night lineup right at this point was. At 8 o'clock was Two of a Kind, Mm. which was the Mary-Kate and Ashley comeback sitcom. Oh, I watched it. That only lasted a year. If there was was like a blonde
0: preteen in it, I watched it.
2: (laughs) What was the premise
0: of that? Does anyone know? Oh my God. I don't know. I can tell you about many of their movies, but I can't
2: (laughs) tell you the How the West was fun, also starring Martin Mull, Mm. Mm. which I have not seen, (laughs) but I just know that.
1: (laughs) Oh God, I have a problem. Besides, like, Fernwood tonight, has Martin Mull ever had, like, a starring vehicle?
2: Uh, there was that. Well, he had a show, and so he had a show. Ugh, I can never remember what it was called, but it was called, like, That's Life or something. Huh. So it was in, like, the mid 80s, because I watched him. I haven't seen it, because it only lasted one season, but I watched him, because I will also go on YouTube and look up 80s talk show appearances. <laughs> yeah. So I watched an episode of Letterman, Late Show, Late Night, that he went on to promote it. And he was talking about, they showed a clip, and it was a, like, it was kind of like a Too Many Cooks thing in the 80s of, like, they were purposely making a family sitcom where he was the dad, Uh, but it was, like, a heightened reality. It was very, like, meta parody, like, really weird, and, of course, it didn't last long. I think I I found the opening credits, the opening credits is, like, him driving through a neighborhood and, like, waving at people (laughs) while, like, the milkman, like, throws a... Glass of milk at his car, like a newspaper hits him in the face, etc. Like it's just ridiculous. The
0: milkman throws milk in his, his car. car so that's like kinda... an attack.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it, but it's like it's like it's like what you would expect a family sitcom to be, but just yeah. like weird. But he he's been in a lot of things that just get canceled quickly. He's yeah. on the Cool Kids right now, which is really like fun. I like it. Uh, Tim, Vicky, Lawrence, Leslie Jordan, and David Allen Greer, cool, which is a great cast. Basically, yeah. it's just like all these old sick on right. people on one show it's all I care about <laughs> yeah. uh, so it was two of the kind at 8 Boy Meets World at 8.30 which is this is like the last season of this is like the end of Boy Meets or coming towards the end
1: I would say probably yeah. If we could have had a Mr. Feeny, Mr. Kraft crossover. Oh my imagine? god, they that's like my other there is like, crush. Principal world version. Of I think the witch Feeny world. would hate
0: Craft because yeah. Feeny is like oh, such a like yeah. touchy feely. Like I so, love
1: you. If anyone has bad boundaries, it's Mr. Feeny with Cory. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: And also like dudes could just bond over tweed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the, thing. that's the other. Okay, that's the thing. Mr. Kraft dresses just like Mr. Feeny. Yeah, like. You look at them, it's like, they should be the same character. But in this episode, he is a pig. Like, he's like a Mm. slob who's just, like, covered in earwax and, like, toenails. He's
0: moved into the apartment above the garage. Yeah,
2: which she just, like, makes by pointing at.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, Then Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And then another short-lived show called Brother's Keeper that I did not research. Does not ring a bell. Uh, I researched to see if I recognized any names on it. I didn't recognize any names on it. Had a very bad title card on the Wikipedia page. The logo yeah. was ugly, so like, <laughs> I'm not going to look into that. Yeah, if you can't
0: pay a graphic designer, I can't listen. No,
2: um, on IMDb, 124 users gave this episode an 8.1. Did you go higher, or lower? Is that sound on the money for a Sabrina episode?
1: IMDb ratings are so confusing to me because it seems like the highest rating you can get for a movie is like a 7.9. Yeah, and you go on and like Empire Strikes Back is like 8.1. And then you go on every TV episode, and it's, like, a (laughs) 9.7. They're so ridiculous. Uh, I think, I mean, I would give this,
2: I mean, give this, like, a solid 8. Like, I've only seen, like, compared to all the Christmas and Halloween and Thanksgiving episodes, I was surprised at how weird, like, very smart jokes peppered throughout Mm -hmm. that are just like, oh, I can't believe that they just did that.
0: Yeah, I think an 8 is fair. I would say I will probably, regardless of the episode, always give Sabrina at least, like, a <laughs> 6 <laughs> because it's Sabrina. But, um, yeah, I think 8 is fair. I have, this is, like, to be honest, not my favorite episode of all time, but I enjoy it.
1: Well, yeah. it has no Harvey, so you detract from <clears throat> two
2: That's points. That's the
0: thing, though, yeah. or Mr. Poole
2: um, I would be shocked if an episode with these plots was the best episode of yeah. any secrets. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I really care about the aunt's love life. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> this is very much, like, Guys, we gotta make twenty-two or twenty-four of these this year. What's guys? It is literally it's January. What are we gonna do? This is very much a January episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who had the musty performance?
1: I mean, for me, it's Martin. I think he's a delight. Yeah, not to not to suck up for the. I'm gonna go with Lucy.
0: Um, oh, yes. This yeah, that's my opinion. Um, also, because I am only picking women as my best performances. <laughs>
1: Go for it.
0: As done before. She
2: kills
1: it.
0: Where's so her good. skin off She kills it. Uh, she has so much sass. She has an amazing I'm an evil witch outfit. She has amazing uh, hair that's very before it's time. Oh,
1: The gravity joke like was the only joke that hit really hard for me twice in one day. Thanks. <laughs> oh, look, your hair's down again. I guess everything eventually loses the battle with gravity. It's, like, so Yeah, brutal.
0: it's so <laughs> Yeah, and also, I really love the moment. I think it's done really effortlessly where um, he's talking about, like, why he's going to pick Zelda, and he's like, you always laugh at my stupid jokes, and she's like, <laughs> like, I think the way she does that is so charming.
2: Julia Duffy's the only person. I'm like, why isn't she on things more often? Mm-hmm. She was on A Season Designing Women, like, after, like, the two, like, two of the main ones left. Yeah. And then she just, like, I think she might have done some, like... Hallmark Christmas movies, like she's just give her a regular role. She's, <laughs> she was just on the Cool Kids and was still so funny. Ugh. Yeah, Martin Mull is obviously my must performance, but like Julia Duffy's always going to be like a, a one point five. Like she's yeah. coming, she's coming in higher than number two for me, but lower than number.
0: One. Yeah, I think if she were not in it, I also really like Caroline Ray on like a regular basis. For yeah. This show
2: must other people see this particular episode of Sabrina? If 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 no if someone had never seen Sabrina before, is would you be this would not be the one you would suggest for them to watch? But would you be fine with them? Yeah, totally. Being introduced yeah. via this, I think totally.
1: it's, a, it's a good entry point for the thing we were talking about, where it's like a teenage sitcom with an adult secret, like Trojan horse sensibilities, so yeah. that you can still enjoy it. I think it's like a good, like are sharp jokes like yeah. the characters are well represented it's not like you can typical... follow along yeah
0: yeah I think I would really hard recommend if you've never watched Sabrina um, I would definitely recommend the Halloween episode where um, zombies fill the coffee shop she's working that's in. a really good one yeah. that one and then also um, the episode with Britney Spears I like I get that people were like oh it's annoying because they sing like Drive Me Crazy and Melissa Joan Hart was in that <laughs> movie with Ad- Adrian Grenier like a, I said the wrong sign uh, of, that was that's called it. is it right thank Adrian you Grenier. Call, anyway, I'm moving forward with my thought. Uh, called Drive Me Crazy, uh, which I think is a great movie, um, uh, which Robert Ebert did not think <laughs> uh, was a good movie, but I did. Um, but yeah, I think either of those are really solid too.
2: Yeah, I think it's 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 good. It's not like uh, you're not getting into some crazy mom's a ball of wax. Continuity. I mean,
0: that stuff gets really good. Or, yeah, the Pancakes one I don't know is a good episode, <laughs> but it's <laughs> crazy.
2: Uh, I want to do something I haven't done in a couple weeks because I keep forgetting to do it. Let's pull from the great TV sitcom book. This is a uh, textbook-sized book from 1982 that has a chart of every single sitcom that existed uh, in it. So, cool. just pick a year between 1949 and 1983, 82, 83. Uh, and then when we'll talk about a short-lived sitcom that otherwise we'll never talk about on this show. So between 1949 and 1983, pick a year. What are you thinking?
0: Marshall, you pick it.
2: 1979. 79. Okay, so do you want to hear about uh, Nobody's Perfect, One in a Million, <laughs> Semi-Tough, or Working Stiffs?
1: I am curious if Semi-Tough is a adaptation of the Burt Reynolds Chris Christopherson movie.
2: Okay. Simmy Tough, this sitcom, borrowed from the movie of the same name, which is borrowed from the book of the same name...
1: <laughs> yeah, the book, obviously. Was like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> ...lasted almost less time than it took to write this sentence. It had its premiere on May 29th, 1979, and by the middle of June it was off the air, all courtesy of ABC. The slapstick story, for those who haven't seen, read, seen it before, to macho members of the New York Bulls, a team that always loses... Billy Clyde Puckett, Bruce McGill, and Shake Tiller, David Hasselhoff, oh. are roommates who take in a pretty young woman named Barbara Jane Bookman Marky Post, and they live platonically ever after, sort of Three's Company sports style. According to the trade paper The Hollywood Reporter, semi-tough isn't even semi-funny, and so far the concept is limited. The characters are limited, the acting is limited, and the prospects are for survival limited. Others in the cast included Hugh Gillen as Big Ed Bookman, Mary Jo Catlett as Big Barb, Jim McCrell as Burt Danby, Ed Peck as Coach Cooper, Bubba Smith as Puddin', and Freeman King as
1: Storytime. If you have read the- those names... In the opposite order, I would have also believed it if you just yeah. like, Bud Putum as Dr. Bings. So like, sure. It
2: just turned into a weird list sketch at the end there. Yeah, so uh, would you guys have watched Simi Tough back in
0: the day? Well, often I'm watching Three's Company and I say, I wish there were sports in this. <laughs> I wish there no
2: sports. Where are the a little sports? Bit more, like, well, German-flavored punk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I Rock's career went
1: fine. No. I know. I think uh, so. I grew up as a big Burt Reynolds person, vicariously through my dad. Uh, but even by Burt Reynolds' standards, Semi-Tough is pretty bad. Is that it's the plot just, of Semi-Tough? Yeah, they're just like bad football players. But also, like I think Burt Reynolds and Chris Christopherson were already in their like mid forties in the seventies. Yeah. So, like it's just like weird, and they're too old, and nothing really happens. <laughs> so I don't think I would have like wanted to see the sharp twenty-minute <laughs> version of this. Bro, that air from May to June, like that's, that's a like, brutal. Oof. and everything got like five years
2: back then, so. yeah. This yeah. is like, man, if you're not debuting right at like the start of the September, just why are you even doing it? Yeah, just forget it's not gonna work.
0: Crazy. In my head, Semi Tough is a, a cartoon about two really macho semi trucks, and they're just like driving down the highway, <laughs> and just being like, I'll get, I'll get to Cincinnati faster <laughs> than you will.
1: I think that's what Burt Reynolds thought the plot of the movie was, I and mean, then <laughs> he found out it was football players, and he got sad. Fuck. So. There's also a show called just United
2: States, which... <laughs> That's the... Light. We're actually living that sitcom right Good now. Good times. Uh, yeah, so anything y'all want to plug? Any final thoughts? Where can people find y'all on the internet if they want to talk about Sabrina?
0: Oh my God. If you want to talk about Sabrina, <laughs> let's get a coffee. Um, I'm very into it. <laughs> um, I guess yeah. We pl- we plug ourselves a little bit. Yeah, whatever okay. you want. What's up? Um, my name is Lizzie Bryce. I am a director, writer, producer uh, of comedy, and actually, right now, I'm working on a horror. So that's new and Ooh. exciting. Uh, uh, based on the realm of infinite horror. No, <laughs> <laughs> but now, now I want to do that. The Republic. I'm sorry, they yes. have a
1: senate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 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 yes. I mean, so is ours.
0: So okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, this is my plug. No. Um, yeah. So anyway. Um, I or I have um, a production company with fellow comedian Matt Fisher called Carbonated Films. We make um, everything from like branded content to uh, we're we're right now working on a show called Your Hair Looks Great Today uh, with Claire Claire Ayoub, and it's really fun. Season two is coming out this um, coming out this spring, and yeah, I produced directed it with Claire and Matt. So keep an eye out for that. Um and yeah, just thank you for listening to my uh my voice. I'm trying to be as sultry as I can. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: I'm Marshall Finch. Uh in case there was just like a weird dynamic you weren't sure of this whole time Lizzie and I are married. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's my big achievement. Attention, there was finger. a joke about our wedding at some point. Yeah, I'm a stand up and a writer and a wannabe actor. Um is Marshall okay? Is my handle on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, oh, I'm at Lizzie Brace. I I've, forgot uh, about social I've media as a whole cool thing. Twitter for 2019 is self care, but I'll, I'll still be there to receive your DMs and I work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I host an open mic every Thursday at the Alligator Lounge in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Uh, everyone knows where Williamsburg is. Yeah, yeah where is Williamsburg. Williamsburg? Yeah, in Colonial <laughs> Williamsburg. <laughs> yeah, outside Jamestown. And the
2: um, old Alligator Lounge. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, that's mostly my thing, uh, as hosts say when they don't really know you on shows. What's your
2: website?
1: Uh, Marshall Finch Comedy. It's my website. dot com. dot com. Oh, sure. dot pizza, and uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can see me doing shows all over the city, as they say. <laughs> is dot spell a domain name?
0: Oh, like dot spellman. <gasps> I'm changing uh, my website to Lizzybray dot
1: spellman. <laughs> yeah, it's probably like the Slovenian internet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess as the last quick thing, there is a Turkish version of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which oh I have never God. watched. They made a version of it in Turkey.
2: And that does it for this episode of Must Have Seen TV. Thanks again to my guests Lizzie, Bryce, and Marshall Finch for dropping by and talking about Sabrina the Teenage Witch with me. Next time, I'll be discussing the Married with Children episode, The Proposition. The Proposition is in Season 7, Episode 26, and you can stream Married with Children on Hulu. Until then, I want to hear from all of y'all. Tweet to must have seen tv and also follow the podcast there and on instagram facebook and tumblr at must have seen tv if you like what you've heard rate and review the show in apple podcasts follow me on twitter and instagram at, at brett White. read the words that i write at decider.com. the theme song is apollo throwdown by the go team thanks to a for hosting the show thanks to all y'all for listening and i'll see you next time on must have seen tv